0: Welcome to another episode of Manic Mixtape where myself, Foxy Foxy, and Dan Kalachiko are experiencing so many technical difficulties because the cosmos don't like us. Take six. Mm-hmm. Manic
1: Mixtape take six. Woo! Oh, God. I think we're here. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think I... I don't know. I don't know anymore. So... In the world of music news, something happened. Some things, hap- things happened. Music things happened in the world. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, so uh, one more time. We have mm. to discuss this now, like it's the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> they won't know. Uh, thanks to Netflix's Stranger Things, Kate Bush's single Running Up That Hill has found itself on the top of the charts since the 80s. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, and people.
0: Keep...
1: Yeah. No, go ahead.
0: people have said things. People have said things.
1: What do you mean they've said things?
0: Like, okay, I'm a constant TikTok viewer.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm a TikTok nice. viewer. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> it's strange, ironically, to. On, on one hand, it's like, it's really nice to see a newer generation discover older music, True. you know, okay. especially like, like this song, for example, I've always loved this song. It has great meaning to me, blah, 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 blah. So on one hand, it's nice, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then on the other hand, it's like, mm-hmm. y'all are using this song a lot on your TikTok videos in contexts that really make it make no sense. Can no y'all sense, stop? Yeah. Yeah, Can y'all not, just man. stop that? You know, and again, that that's where the gatekeepy part of me comes, where it's like, did, you, no. Is you listening to this? Bad. this...
1: No, bad, <laughs> bad, that. Foxy, bad, no, bad, know. stop, bad.
0: Uh, I no. know. I
1: understand, uh, and I can't see. I'm not a Kate. <laughs> I'm not a Kate Bush guy. That could be uh, interpreted anyway. No, I'm. I'm like on the fringe with Kate Bush because Kate Bush has done a bunch of songs with Peter. Uh, don't give up. Yes, Peter, that's Kate Bush. Yes, uh, she's on. She sings background on uh, one of my favorite songs ever, which is Peter Gabriel's uh, "Games Without Frontiers," and she sings the French lines with him in falsetto, "Je Sans Frontières." Um, but and I know this song, and I've known this song because, like, Tony Banks, would o- the keyboardist for Genesis, will always make Kate Bush references in interviews. I think, I think Tony had a thing for Kate. Uh, who did she's beautiful she's beautiful uh, Pete has worked with her since the late uh, 70s and done a bunch of stuff with her that were never recorded on studio they they did a bunch of television appearances um like she, he she would do a bunch of shows in the UK and he would like TV shows and he would go on and sing stuff with her all the time um so it's very fringe for me but it's a name that it's like a rest, it's like in wrestling like until the really until the WWE network and 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 YouTube came out there were names that you knew because they were legendary, but you didn't really see it till later. Kate Bush was a name I've always known, but I really never got into. And now this song's gone global again, <laughs> mm-hmm. which which the, the tidbit, the PS to that is it never went number one. And mm-hmm. it went number one in 2022, which all gatekeeping and, and all that aside, good oh, that's for amazing. her because yeah. day baby. <laughs>
0: It's it's one of those. It's finally getting its due moments.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so especially it's, one of the, it's a because, perennial lady I mean, song too.
0: Yeah, and, and now running up that hill is one of those songs where, like, musicians love it because that song has been covered in so many different genres. Practically every, I want to say, almost every five years by another band. Like the first one I I had heard was Placebos, and they caught that same haunting romantic feel to the song, and then industrial artist William Control, who used to be the former lead singer of Aiden, covered it in his own industrial way, and just recently indie artist Meg Myers covered it in a more synth-pop way, but with the same powerful vocal chords. It's one of those songs. She's one of those musicians that the musicians always listens to, and We've had, we've discussed an artist like this similarly once. I forgot who it was. You had said it. I forgot who it was though.
1: Wait, an artist that you get got, the gist. Like the hit was a hit, and then it became a hit again.
0: No, uh, uh, it was an, You spoke of a, a musician that. Oh, XTC. Yes, that other people were like, no, no, no. You listen to them, or yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, P- mm-hmm. XTC is one of those bands where musicians are like. Well, I listen to these guys, and they never, ever, what, what, like, XTC is very much Kate Bush, where mm-hmm. Kate Bush is someone that musicians listen to incessantly, and she had a couple hits. XTC mm-hmm. is the male version of that, where they had a couple of big hits, and so did Kate Bush, mm-hmm. but musicians listen to them, not so much people. There are, there are fans, mm-hmm. there are fans of Kate Bush, but they never had that. Commercial, mm-hmm. like continuous commercial success, where the musicians that listen to them have—that's the weird
0: exactly. thing. Exactly. Yes, I, I. I remember. Oh God, who was it? Uh, REM had said. I discovered a band through REM, where e., someone was interviewing REM, and they were like, "No, no, no, you want some really good music? Listen to this band called Pylon." I'm like, "Okay,", okay and I yeah. did, How and I'm I? like, "I get it. <laughs> I get it." Yeah. Don't listen, listen to the radio. Listen to what your favorite artists listen to. You will exactly. find some fucking gold.
1: That I have become so enamored with Motown and Blues mm. and and then later on a little bit of 80s electronic because that's who Genesis listened to. Mm-hmm. Those little young white public schoolboys in England were listening to like all of the black records that were coming over from the States and being shipped to the UK, that's all they listened to. And the Beatles, because the Beatles were the Beatles. It was yeah. the Beatles, Elvis, and then all the black music from the States. That's mm-hmm. literally all they listened to, which cut to later why Phil did a Motown album, then literally had Earth, Wind & Fire, he hired as a horn section. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man was just like, surrounded himself with black American artists. It's like, I want you music on my record.
0: also because- yeah.
1: I need that sound.
0: Music that also inspired David Bowie. Yes. You know, European. Amer- George Amer- Michael. Uh, European. Young, Amer-
1: young Americans, I when I tell people, listen to Young Americans, that is absolutely Philly soul. Uh-huh. Not only was part of it recorded in a Sigma sound, but it's literally, Luther Vandross is on the fucking album. And they're, oh, yeah, 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 no, I know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I try to do that and listen... You know, because I, like, uh, I always like old white dudes. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> but that then turns me on to the other artists that they listen to,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is where most of the good shit came from anyway. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and that's the, always my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Always, yeah you know, always find out who they listen to. Find Or because or, I'm also a book nerd. What books do they read? And I'll check out those. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I, you and I need to go to this Ghost and Mastodon show because there's Mastodon uh, VIP. And Poppy. Uh, and Poppy. Right. Uh, but Poppy. I desperately, desperately, desperately want to meet Bran, the drummer for Mastodon, because he's a huge Phil Collins guy. I just want to <laughs> go, you like Phil Collins too? <laughs> Take a picture. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, Kate Bush is just. I, I really, I want to jump on the bandwagon now and just contribute to her 2022 earnings because I'm like, everybody else is listening to her. This mm-hmm. might, be, what there's no time like the present. There uh, isn't. I don't gatekeep, this has happened to a certain man that I've already mentioned three times I didn't need to this episode. Uh, at, least, <laughs> <laughs> at least three times um and it's in the air tonight by phil collins i mean
0: which literally played the minute i left my house this morning in the car and i'm like oh that, yeah that figures his mm-hmm, manic mm-hmm. fix tape night
1: <laughs> of, course it did. of course it did uh but there was an ad in the early 2000s where the cadbury the cadbury company released it's just a commercial of a gorilla sitting in the drum sit listening to in the air tonight and he drums <laughs> to the drum break dun, dun. that went to number one and then we talked about it last year those two gentlemen on YouTube yes, that are first time, were first time listening. <laughs> Basically, their YouTube channel, and this is great. It's become my new favorite thing, is looking for people of all races, creeds, and colors listening to be, my, the music that I like and then going <laughs> through their channel and finding music that they're listening to and then downloading that. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Let me listen to that. Yes. Jamel is one an, another one. Jamal, I have his shirt, be humble, just be a kind human being. That's Jamal. Mm-hmm. But these two guys listened to In the Air Tonight and their reaction, because they've never heard the song. They've Mm -hmm. never heard it referenced. They had no idea what was coming. And for any of those in the know who know the song, it starts off quieter with just a really sad sounding keyboard on the drum machine. And then it hits the break and it turns into something completely different. And these kids had no idea it was coming. And that came out. That video came out. The song shot back up to number one in a bunch of countries. Boom! Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) It was was great. I that's one of the things I'd seen that video on TikTok, and like since then, I love and watching on TikTok like clips of people discovering songs they've never heard. Like the one I watched one yesterday, uh, an older black gentleman was just discovering Dragula by Rob Zombie. He's just like (laughs) he's like this is fucking amazing it's like i love watching people just discover new shit because they the react way, the same way i do
1: by the way sidebar are you mm-hmm. happy or terrified that the monsters movie is going to be three hours um
0: <laughs>
1: hey lily be quiet
0: ironically uh more curious yeah me too than anything hey. else i'm be... neither happy nor terrified just Curious.
1: Just be quiet. You're making too much noise, lady. <laughs> you're you you.
0: What? Yes. You can't
1: go to the door. Nobody wants to get you barred. There's probably nobody there. It was probably another mouse fart. Anyway, yeah. Dra- <laughs> I got you. Got to send me a link to that because I want to hear him react to Dracula.
0: Oh, I will. It, it, it was great. Uh, the one I watched. He was he's reacted to Dragula, a uh, couple System of Down songs. Uh... The most recent one that I've seen people reacting to has been P.O.D.'s euthanasia because of the entire for- first yeah. uh, verse lately. So that one's actually starting to shoot yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, that was such a bad... <sighs> I was going to say shoot up the charts, Put that whole first chorus, oh, oh, that was horrible. Oh, foxy.
1: I'll
0: tell you, my brain is starting to glitch. It's going. <laughs> my brain's going. Foxy.
1: Boo. Yeah. Where's the booze sound effect?
0: Hold on. You what got one?
1: Here. You can't hear it, but it went out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kate Bush. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Can't All wait right. for uh, her so- 2023 tour.
0: I'd so go. I would so go. Oh, would-
1: I'd go just because it's Kate Bush <laughs> at this point.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, also in music news, I ju- this one just popped up for me this morning, and I find it really. Suspect okay, mm-hmm. uh, Mariah Carey is currently being sued for 20 million dollars over copyright infringement for All I Want for Christmas Is You, which was released in 1994. It is being sued 28 years later by a man who claims he wrote the song in 1989.
1: Sir, you better, you better, you're coming after my girl. You better be telling the truth.
0: I mean, I, I, it, I don't know if there's a statute of limitations when it comes to that. Because again, he said it, he wrote it in 89. She released it in 1994. This is why I was doing math before. Because this is 28 years after the fact. Yeah, were you living under a rock every Christmas, Mister Man?
1: There's not one human being on Earth I know that hasn't heard this song. Hold on, e- excuse me a second.
0: Recording stopped. Lily, Stop. <laughs> shut <laughs> up! <laughs>
1: What are you doing, girl? What are you doing? This is the big, this is who's causing trouble. Oh. You pathetic looking son of a bitch. Look at you, Lily.
0: Oh, look at her.
1: Look, what are you, who's out there? There's nobody there. Oh. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. Sorry, I had to get that out of my... i trying to record a fucking show here. And all I hear downstairs is... Oh, the look I just got. <laughs> Sorry, continue.
0: Recording okay. in progress. This meeting is being recorded.
1: Wow. So, yeah. I, uh, I need to... There has to be... Unless you're living under a rock... How do you not know How how do you not know that song is yours supposedly? Mhm. I it's only the biggest song every Christmas for the last 30 years. Yes. I don't I don't know. I don't want to be the guy that's like, no, no, let me hear his story, but at the same time I'm like Take him take yo Vinny.
0: Yeah, I out. had to double I had to like double read the article mm. because my first thing was, oh, it can't be that song, like no way. It, it's been forever and a day since that's been out. Cause you know, she's done other stuff. Maybe it was something a little bit more re- No, no, Can I it te- was that one. Can I tell you
1: how sick and disgusting I am? Sure. <laughs> it's horny hours today. I was on Instagram and I saw pictures from her from that video pop up, and then never ended up reading the caption, which was probably Mariah Carey's getting sued. And for some reason my brain to- went to Oh remember that time she got a bath on MTV Cribs Let me look that up <laughs> 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 That was so fucking Disgusting today I was like that's what I went to And then I never went back to it to check what it was about I just saw oh it's my girl Mariah Hey
0: uh, I just remember the MTV Cribs
1: <laughs> Yeah That's where my brain I always
0: went you know I always remember that episode Because that, I, I always call it a train wreck episode Because I I it's always like, remember yeah. the one part where she's picking up yeah. a dog and then the other dog goes after her and she's like, ah! I'm like Yeah,
1: yeah, that was Mariah Carey was, just
0: lost her shit. Good She
1: Mariah Carey was having a day that day.
0: Yeah. Hi, she come had one of in, days that year. You.
1: Come on in, look at my house. I'm gonna ship naked and get in the bathtub. You can film it, it's <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> I I must say, I've read her, her memoir and i not in a not in a uh oh, what's the word I'm, I'm not in a negative way but I was really looking forward to reading about the juice that portion of her life uh. like what she was going through and you know it's like this is your this is your memoir this is your opportunity to like you know really speak on whatever you might have been going through because a lot of people are going to reading your book and she glossed over it she Went on to say I wasn't having a breakdown It was this was happening And the media this and I'm like Honey it's okay You don't have to always look so picture perfect And act like you have this Glamorous everything Because that's what you portray and that's fine But like it's okay to break it down For people
1: Listen one of our Mm. I can't talk about Mariah Carey to other people anymore Because one of my mom's and I's Legendary arguments Happened over Mariah Carey in front of my wife, <laughs> 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 I was completely wrong, but I still defended her honor for no reason, and uh, that was a mistake. So I don't talk about her. I carry anymore to, my, to anybody. Else. <laughs> I mean, it was legendary. It, I haven't been on that end of my mom getting that angry in twenty years. Oh, my. Yeah. Like the spit and the fists and the not fist flying, just her bad. Yeah.
0: Oh, shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, it was that. Yeah. 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 So we were talking wow. about her lip syncing at the uh, uh, New Year's New or whatever, Year's? whatever happened that yeah. year. And I was like, how dare you speak of Miss Carrie like that? <laughs> and she was like, how dare you speak to your mother like that? You motherfucker, you know it was kind of like that <laughs> without the English uh yeah I'll be you know what I'll be interested because I always like hearing these out and this is why and <laughs> Led Zeppelin, I don't know if you know this, but Led Zeppelin copied about ninety percent of their catalog yeah. did you know that <laughs> yes I did yeah, yeah, everything everything is like but that gentleman the blues get guitar- to <sighs> yeah. And they've well, they've won every one of their lawsuits because upstanding white English gentlemen. So I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. I, I want to see uh, if I have to delete the song from my catalog. <laughs> Don't do me wrong, Mariah. And, You've never. Let you know, me it's wrong. a
0: it's a really hard play to call because I mean there are some instances where songs are ripped off and are sampled and. The minute, you know, there's nothing said about it until they're a hit and then right. you get sued. And, like, you know, I mean, biggest example being, you know, when Robin Thicke and Pharrell did Blurred Lines. You know, the, it wasn't a problem with, I who was it? Marvin Marvin Gaye's family, I believe? Yes, Marvin Gaye's family.
1: So, yeah, I, don't so I think it was
0: ripped off from Got to Give It Up, if I'm correct. Oh, okay. Like, they, you know, there was really no problem with said song until it became such a phenomenon. You know, yeah. and you know, rightfully so. You guys sampled it. We didn't think it was going to be this big. We would like our royalties. Cool, I get it. But to wait, t- literally twenty eight years, to say, "Hey, I wrote that song. I want money." Is it's is a bit sketch. It's a bit sketch.
1: I'm gonna have to. We're gonna. You're gonna have to keep uh, track of that as the uh, leading uh, reporter on uh, Manic Mixtape.
0: Oh, I'm going to, because I'm really intrigued, because, I mean, Mariah had gone on Document when she was making this album, this was one of the first things that like she wrote Christmas-wise and was proud of it, and that story has stuck, so who's to say, if either A, she actually did maybe just write the lyrics for, her, and maybe Matola paid off this guy to get the rights to it, and, I mean, Tommy uh, Matola's not Tommy. exactly, you know, the... Greatest guy in the
1: world. Uh, I you, <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: This could be anything, and I'm I'm, I'm going to be watching this as much as I watched that last trial that just ended.
1: <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about.
0: Exactly. No, we don't. We, we don't speak of.
1: <laughs> well, we're not adding now, that song to our playlist because it's not. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 not at all. Uh, the last tidbit of nerd news actually goes to you because I wanted to hear about this whole new Arcade Fire. Thing. You said oh. Arcade Fire had like
1: a new uh, Yeah, they released a new album deal. called They had a new album called We Right there. We, we. Uh, and, and it's and it's fucking fantastic. Uh that was my news. Uh I <laughs> No, I there's very it's very little modern music I can get into. And I modern music I mean top forty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I refer to Top 40, I mean artists that are releasing music that are eligible for chart placement. You know, mm-hmm. not uh, the aforementioned Kate Bush, which the song was released in, I don't know, 86? I don't remember. Um, long time. Uh, yeah, long time. Uh, Arcade Fire is a band that I actually discovered through Kelly. What is the reason now? I don't remember, but I just remember... Like, I'm gonna, it's horny hours, folks, uh, being completely enamored with the girl in the band, Regine, who's married to the lead singer and the guy who started the band anyway, so it doesn't matter, and they have a son. Anyway, and he's also, like, six feet tall, and he'd kill me. Um, <laughs> but it started there, and then started listening, like Kelly's you gotta listen to the suburbs, and man, does that guy speak my language. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how else to yeah convey how i feel he seems to feel the same way about the world as i do uh but can eloquently put it out there Mm -hmm. and this sounds kind of like a concept album looking into the future about the the fall of america basically what good timing that is uh and uh it's just uh, (laughs) here's another connection peter gabriel's on the album I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm drinking a cup I've had since two thousand two, which is the Peter Gabriel World Tour Cup. Uh that I didn't do on purpose either. This is just the cup I've been using upstairs this week. Uh yes, I use a cup a week upstairs because I'm OCD Leave Me Alone. It's an illness, I can't help it. Uh so he's on one of the songs too, which was another bonus for me. Uh David Bowie signed off on these guys. David Bowie mm-hmm. was on um Reflector. And the funny thing is, is there's two versions. There's the original version of the song Reflector that's on the album, where he's just, just off in the background. And that's Peter's part in the song Race and Religion. He's just doing harmonies with Regine. And, he, and it's Peter Gabriel. Har- the, the so- First of all, the song sounds like it was ripped off a Peter Gabriel album, and I don't mean a rip-off. I mean, ripped right off of a Peter yeah. Gabriel L- G- track, listing. So first of all, I'm like, well, that's why they hired, they were like, hey, Pete, hmm? Can you do this? And he was like, "Yes, sure, I can." I'm wearing a Genesis Peter Gabriel era shirt. I didn't do any of this on purpose.
0: Which it makes it funnier, considering this was like technically an episode inspired by a Peter Gabriel song.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yes, yes, it is. That's That's synchronicity
0: is amazing.
1: Hmm. Never thought of it that way. We'll get to that. So he, but there's two songs. There's three songs I'm putting on the art playlist. There's. And technically, he's a two-parter, and it's not 20 minutes long. I think the two-parter adds up to about seven minutes, So one's four minutes, one's three minutes, something like that. <laughs> but I am putting Unconditional to Race and Religion, the song with Peter Gabriel, because I think the song's great. Um, but the two songs I'm putting on there is End of the Empire, parts one through three and four. Uh, because, <laughs> see, that's what I mean about speaking my language. It's like a pop prog band. They've mm-hmm. always done this. They've not written long songs that change time signatures and have synthesizers coming out of their ass with a drum solo in the middle of it and songs about space and goblins and uh, hermaphrodite fountains. Yes, Genesis is what I'm re- um, referencing. Hermaphrodite fountains. Don't ask me. I just listen to it. Um, imagine a nine-year-old listening. <laughs> that's the last song on the album. He discovered Genesis that Peter Gabriel's... Just, like, Found the Salmasis Salmasis. That's a great song. And then years later, you're like, "Oh, oh, hmm, okay." <laughs> uh, there's a song in that album about uh, plants killing people. I'll explain more in a second. I'll explain. Okay. It's actually based in reality. Uh, I'll explain that one in a second. That's the that song is the most reality based song on the album. Believe it or not. Anyway, the songs "End of the Empire" parts one through four. It sounds like Arcade Fire channeled Bowie. It really sounds like a Bowie written song. It's creepy. In the nicest way possible. It just, I get chills when the saxophone comes in and I'm like, it's fucking, it's Ziggy. It's so weird. It's not like a David Bowie. You'll understand when you hear it where you go, oh, that does sound like Bowie. You, you'll you understand what I mean where you'll hear. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see Bowie's influence in that. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, I've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm, I'm going to mention mm-hmm. it again. Uh, on, David Bowie, they were buddies. The band and David Bowie were friends. Yeah. And um, when after Bowie had a heart attack in. 2002, 2003, he didn't play. He didn't play live anymore very much. But what he did was he did a show called
0: uh,
1: VH1 Rocks, VH1 Honors Rocks, or something, and his backing band was Arcade Fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other connection to Reflector is the reason why he's on Reflector, other than the fact sure. that they were friends, because he was in the studio while they were recording it, and he told them if he didn't, if they didn't finish it, he was going to steal it.
0: That's good reason.
1: That's it. That's my favorite story about that song. But yes, uh, please listen to Arcade Fire's "We,
0: We, We,
1: We." Excellent.
0: All
1: right. You know what's uh, beautiful about this is the listeners will never know that we've tried recording it seven times. <laughs>
0: <sighs> this is insane.
1: Oh, Zoom, if you were physical, I would throw you out a window. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, now, to the topic at hand, which is one that you actually came up with, which is basically, that song means what?
1: It, it, which is ironic, because I came up with a topic and then found two. <laughs> <laughs> lousy fucking songs. So I'll go last.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh then all right, for, for the, the listeners out there, basically that song means what is basically, you know, a song that you're listening to that has a very specific title and very specific lyrics that go to that title, but then you later realize, oh, that song's actually about something completely unrelated to said lyrics and or a title,
1: or, so, or or another way I put it is, how can it mean that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. As you listen to the songs and you go, how? Yeah. Which is like when you use Zoom, how?
0: <laughs> Anyways, okay. <continue> now. <laughs> I've scoured through my Spotify playlists to see if i had a few because i knew i did but of course you know pressure yeah
1: yeah yeah right
0: (laughs) yes so first one i had written down that popped in my head when you said this was dance dance by fallout boy oh because you know you hear a title like dance dance you're like all right cool you see, the music video for Dance Dance, it's them playing a high school dance, and everybody's dressed up as geeky high schoolers, and they're all in that circle dance in the middle, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, dance, dance, you know. We're falling apart to have fun. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, the song is actually about um, being cheated on huh. multiple times and then uh, breaking up with said person. And... interesting. Yeah, dance, dance. Apparently, is just a metaphor for the. Oh,
1: <laughs> ah, ah, oh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: She means having sex, kids.
0: <laughs> the horizontal tango.
1: Horizontal <laughs> mambo. That's Bat, the dance. The, the little petru bam bam.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- that's something else. That's the song I didn't realize it was that until I actually yeah. sat down and oh. listened. I'm like, oh. Okay.
1: Oh. oh, 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 Oh! all right. Well, which
0: alternate. makes sense. Yes, we'll
1: alternate because I have one. Okay. All right. Eagles Hotel, California.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Apparently, it's about hell. Huh? Oh, 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 we're learning. Okay, we're learning something new today. <laughs> it's about purgatory okay. or hell. You're you can check out anytime you like but you can never leave. Huh. It's not about a hotel. It's about it's yeah. about the great below.
0: Well, fuck the... me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no comment. Um <laughs> So yeah, that's a, uh, well, see this was a completely worthless. I just taught Foxy something. Yeah, that's what that song's about. That the lyric does not indicate straight up what that is actually about, but what it is about is their interpretation as such.
0: And she said, "We are all just prisoners here, here of our, our own, own device, device in the See master's that? chambers. They right? gathered for their... F- oh, oh, my God! I never. De- You're welcome. Yes, yes, no. it's not a total waste. Zoom not working was worth it. You can check out anytime you like, but right? you can, never, you can leave. never leave, motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Hmm." I'm glad we nice. did this. I'm very glad. Now, I am not crazy about the Eagles. I never have been. I never will be. I I, pu- I just I respect their place. Yes. It's just not for me. However, that fucking song is perennial.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's timeless. It's a classic. And it's one of those songs where you just liked it because. It's one of the songs where I liked it because my dad liked it and had the Eagles Greatest Hits. Yeah! And I've, list- and I've listened to that album a lot because my dad had it, but I was just like, well, this, this is the one song that was like, this song's great. This is Hotel California. Life in the Fast Lane is another guilty pleasure. But nothing really else really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. But Hotel California was always on my mind. Then you grow up and you hit teenage years and you're like, you, somebody will go. You know what that actually means. Then you do research on your Netscape Navigator iMac in high school and go. As Foxy, as Foxy, Foxy so eloquently put it, "Fuck me." It's about mm-hmm. or it's about that. Wow! Well, you learn
0: about it in your forties while doing a podcast. Yes.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. I'm very see. You know what it made it, to me. Honestly, that made that all worthwhile. I, I, <laughs> I picked. I thought for sure you knew that. Mm-mm. Well, there you go. It makes the song even better now. There's a whole other connotation to it. You're like, damn. Okay. Wow. Don Henley's solo was better than The Eagles. I said it.
0: I agree. Thank you. See, you're welcome. Even, you, even you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah, moving on. When you're a kid in, like, the 80s, it's all, there were certain bands that you felt were prerequisites to kind of like, because you heard it so much growing up, you know? It's kind of like... Kinda like I don't really like the Eagles, but I know their stuff. I respect I really their like stuff, but it's song. mainly because, again, i I heard, I heard Hotel California growing up from my dad. So it's like it's a it's a prerequisite. It's already ingrained in your brain. I get it.
1: I I I, I am beyond thrilled that you learned that through me. I'm just that's yeah. it. That's the end of that sentence. I'm I'm so happy. That you were like, excuse me? Yes! Yes! I did a thing. Hey, take over. Your turn.
0: Okay. I have a 90s one. oh Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Now, this was a 90s one-hit wonder, for those of you who do not know. And uh, the song, lyrically, you know, will sound a lot to people like that of just, you know... Trying to get a girl To like them and be their girlfriend And da 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 da. But in reality the song Is actually about Siring a female Into becoming a vampire Yes
1: Holy shit okay
0: I remember that one Via like an interview they did back in the 90s That's the only reason why this was on the list I remembered this one
1: Yeah but still Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. I just added one to my <laughs> list by the way. Okay, okay. Um That's great. Okay, you got I that's the first song I want to go to when we re listen to the list cuz I, I I need to know. Uh <laughs> Nina's 99 Red Balloons. Ah. Uh, yeah. Not nothing in that song indicates what that song is actually about. Which is, I don't know if it's nuclear holocaust, but nuclear war. That's what that's about. The bombs fall. It is, yeah. But when you listen to the American interpretation, which, go listen to the German one. It's better. Yeah. But when you read what the lyrics mean, even translating the German lyrics, you're like, "Eh, eh, this is about the end, folks. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I love that.
0: Yes, it is. (laughs)
1: I mean, I don't love the end, but But, yeah I, uh When my wife's a bit older than me And, um (laughs) What the hell was that movie That aired in the 80s It was a TV movie that Was realistic For the time that showed An American town being attacked by a nuclear weapon And it fucked her up she couldn't sleep. She couldn't. And we live in the shadow. We used to live in the shadow of D.C. And at the time, she lived in the shadow of D.C. So for a couple of days, she couldn't sleep. And my my wife's mom was like, Ed, her father, Ed, talk to her. Mm-hmm. And the way she re- he reasoned it with her was, Kelly, listen. If it happens, you're never going <laughs> to know it happened. You're not going to know it happened. You're not going to feel any pain. It's going to, that's it. Yeah. And that reason he was like, oh, okay then. <laughs> never mind. Nothing I can do. Uh, and I used to, there was a time in my life where I worried about that. And I, my father was the I was the same. listen, <laughs> you're too close. It's, that you're never going to know. You're going to see a, like, what's that like?
0: 99 red <laughs> balloons. It's one of those rational, irrational fears.
1: Yeah, it it is. Like you, you look at uh, certain fuck faces running the shows, and you're like, Oh, oh, oh get away from the mm-hmm. Oh, why are you touch Oh, why did we vote for that guy? hmm
0: Yeah. No, I understand.
1: Yeah. Building a okay. digging digging a hole as we speak.
0: <laughs> I'll dig you out of the hole. Yeah. Okay. Now, in about 2005-ish, when MySpace was hot, we got a wonderful little band by the name of Flyleaf. And out of all the songs that they had put out, one of their biggest hits was a song called All Around Me, a nice little power ballad, if you will, which, you know, depicts a heartbreaking, lyrically song, about, you know, not being able to be with the person she's with anymore and such. When in reality, the song is about God, um, missing God from her life, and a special intimacy one, you know, in religion finds with Jesus, because Flyleaf is a Christian fan.
1: Christian man. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that.
0: There were a lot of bands that came out around the 2005 era that hit that, like, post-New Metal wave that later came out as, oh, you're a Christian band. Like, Flyleaf was one of them. Skillet. Of all the things in the world, Lordy.
1: Really? I
0: don't know. Yeah, Lordy was a Christian band until recently when a couple band members left, and now they've become, I don't know, very... Sexual, hey man, it's like crazy ish. But yeah, I I used to sing that song like to the high heavens. I'm like, oh, this is so great, it's so powerful. And then I was like, oh, oh, okay. It,
1: I shouldn't sing that so long
0: yeah it, it <laughs> is about her uh, an intimate relationship with Jesus that many followers find. <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: come unto me as hard as you can <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, well you know Jesus yeah. gotta get it on too blasphemer uh, my last one the one that started this whole thing off mm-hmm. and then I drew a brain fart no wait no it's not my last one I forgot I'm sorry I have one more Am I might okay. second the last one? Uh this this one's gonna you're gonna go, he's this is on his radar? <laughs> Semisonics closing time. Ah Mm-hmm The lyrics very clearly air quotes obviously meaning the end of a night, the bar's closing down, we're going home, it's the end of the party. That's not yeah. what the song is about. -mm. Song is about entering fatherhood, a pregnancy, and a birth. That's it's referring to it metaphorically in that way. And saying goodbye to this life because (laughs) in the morning, (laughs) baby coming. (laughs) And I always found that fascinating. And quite frankly, that's a bomb ass
0: song. Is it bomb ass? Is that how you say it? It is. Okay. Bomb ass. Yeah. So, next one. Is uh, Black by Seven Dust. Now, lyrically, the lead singer wrote this to be a song about... That sounds a lot like the self-loathing and right. depression and such. The song Black by Seven Dust is actually written from his point of view and what he deals with on a daily basis as a black man in society. Uh-huh. Being followed around... Um, say, saying things like, you know, I didn't do this. What do you want from me? Yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah.
1: Understood. Well, yeah. on a basic level, yeah. I understand. Yeah.
0: Yes, but he, the way he had originally written it just came off a lot like a, just a song any, anybody could just relate to. Again, not liking how you look in the mirror, shadows following you. You know, it sounds like something we could all just resonate with on a like depression self-loathing level but no he went on to go say that that is something that he deals with on a daily basis and it is actually just written from a black Exper- man's point of view yeah, about what it's experience. like to be him
1: yeah yeah, exactly. yeah jeez.
0: but written in such a way that again it could be interpreted for so many other people
1: yeah he, absolutely yes right exactly yep unreal i never thought of that wow mm-hmm. my last one and again, this, uh, I tried, it was, uh, I, excuse me, <laughs> it started off this whole conversation to which I drew a brain fart, but then I just came up with four on the spot. So sometimes you just got to call me on it. Uh, a song, which lyrics say something, it's Peter Gabriel shocked the monkey. Uh-huh. You would think that perhaps he's for animal abuse. He's not. Or even against animal abuse, which you could say. But the song's actually about jealousy. And to that I say, how? Yeah, I... How, Pete? How does that mean jealousy? Explain it to me. Fox the Fox, Rat on the
0: Rat, You Can Ape the
1: Ape. I know about that.
0: She's banging other people, and he knows.
1: Yeah. Okay. There is one thing you must be sure.
0: It's it's anyway. so weird because I've God. sang that song a lot, his version, and of course the cover, and it's like, how, when you said that it was about that via email, I'm like, to huh? jealousy. What? How?
1: Yeah, yeah I had to.
0: About. I had to re-listen to it. I'm like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, but when you re relisten- That doesn't help when you re-listen to it.
0: No, I know. I'm looking at the know? lyrics again now. It's like, ah... Uh... Sure,
1: yeah, whatever, Pete. Whatever you say, bud.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, he is a master of metaphor. Yeah. I will give that man that. Oh, like, yeah. Sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. Steam. Yeah, Steam. Like-
1: the, the big one-two punch is Sledgehammer and Steam. Here's a guy... Okay, back to one of the points I made earlier. Here's a guy who was in a band who sung a song about uh, giant hogweed. And I wasn't 18 when I first learned that hogweed is real. And it's a plant that grows near rivers or lakes or bodies of water that actually burn your skin to the touch. It burns your skin to the point there's so much acidity on it that it blisters up and bubbles. Yeah. And I thought it was just this, it's a prog rock band with a fantasy song about plants that are attacking me. No, no. These were re- These are real things. Used to grow up with one of my friends. They used to grow up. They used to grow in one of my f- friend's hometown. Knowing that I was near minutes away from hogweed. And I didn't find out till later. Upset me. I was like, oh, but... It was the return of the giant hogweed. Because ah, it's the name of the song. Oh, I can't. Uh, too much. Um, so there's a man who started singing songs about hogweed, who then sang Mercy Street and Don't Give Up, and songs like this just to write Sledgehammer in Steam.
0: Uh, the final one that I wanted to leave off with. Uh, is a song by Tool called Stink Fist. Now this song is one that is very lyrically implied in your face to what it's about, which is basically starting off with, you know, finger popping and, and, and getting elbow deep up in that shiznit. It's right there. It is all right there, lyrically ready for you to just be like, Oh, so this is what the song is about. However, Uh, however. Yeah. This is where the questionable part comes in. Maynard James Keenan is a genius to boot. And he has gone on to say, Hey, if that's what fans want to think the song is about, I'll let them. It's up to them to determine their own meaning. So it's not about that, but nobody knows what exactly it is about.
1: No. One. <laughs> or GM Spectre, or song number one, as MTV said it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, song number one. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so apparently it's not about that. It's something else. And Maynard has never stated exactly what it is about. It's up to us to give it our own meaning. Thanks, Maynard. You know, Maynard,
1: I I love you, buddy. But can you just fucking tell me what it's about then? Please? It's the song is...
0: 'Cause I mean when lyrics are pretty in your face. So or in your orifice. I just know it
1: yeah, or in say. your vagina. I just know that the uh uh the the video's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know what that's about. It, nobody does. Well, I tell you what I thought it was about, nobody but Hey, yeah, fucked it up, uh James. Or Maynard or whatever your name is. <laughs> Oh, Foxy, before we break down again, let's end this shindig. Uh, we'll f- try to figure it out by next time. We're just like, Dragon, borrow your, his computer.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think it's a computer issue. I think it's just, I don't know. When we I might have to show... just arrange something and do it upstairs. I was going to say,
1: when we do the show, uh, Nerd Herders, we never have this problem. Just saying. So, yell at him.
0: I know. It's an hour and a half
1: every other Saturday. Give me <laughs> give me an hour and a half upstairs. Go, you kids play in the basement for 90 minutes, for God's sake.
0: <sighs> I will work it out. Thank you. I'll work. It I out. mean, I,
1: I you know, You're do what welcome. you can. Okay. I'm just saying, it's a, I'm just saying. Anyway.
0: I know. I know. Remember I started this upstairs where everything was fine. I just came down here for the quiet.
1: No, no. It's time for them to go downstairs, my lady. (laughs) Where can the people follow you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, You can follow me at VivaFoxyFoxy. That is V-I-V-A-F-O-X-Y-F-O-X-X-Y on all social media platforms. And Dan.
1: Follow me at DanLaw83 where I'll be editing this for another hour and a half when you could have just done it upstairs. (laughs) I love you, Damien, but give me 90 minutes I need a every break other Saturday.
0: Too.
1: No, I. Well, they can go down. You, <laughs> the prank is they go downstairs and leave mommy alone for an hour and a half. <laughs> Send them this video. <laughs> Send them this video. You hear me? You big, you you big, Got tougher it. son of a bitch than me. You kick my ass. But listen to me, damn it. Listen to us on all social media or all podcasts. Go to your podcast app on your phone and look up Manic Mix Tape. It's on the HIC Talk Radio Network. Please listen to us. I swear, you'll ne- you're will you going to hear me screaming at the end of this episode, but you're going to listen to the episode. I have no idea why, because it's going to be seamless, because I'm awesome. Sorry.
0: That's Goodbye. for damn sure. All right. Thank you for... Joining us, thank you, Mercury Retrograde, for hooking us the fuck up. (laughs) Bye. Bye.